So, Skylar, cue the catchy music. Catchy music, go. Welcome to the Lunch Pail Boys. Uh, I'm PJ Harkness. We have Jake. Everybody's fingers are too big for my tight little bottom. Yeah, what's up? Zool, or sorry, uh, Skyler, the one and only Zool. I'm the one that never changes. You almost fucked it up. I did fucking change it this time. Hello. Justin, I lack the muscles to pull out effectively. Burton. Nice. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yeah, how about that for intros? Suck it. Hey, so uh, real quick, I wanted to go ahead and just get this announcement out of the way. Um, Jake's grandma, if you're listening, um, you probably want to turn this off. <laughs> yes. that Grandma, I already explained it to you anyways that it's not for you. Okay? The show's not for you. It's for dirty people. So Jake's mom, you can definitely stay. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit, guys, come on. <laughs> the only parent we can talk about badly is Bobby Harkness. We know this. Oh my gosh, have you seen his beard, TJ? It's badass. I thought he looks like um, uh, who is it from uh, The Perfect Storm? George uh, Clooney. He looks like George Clooney, dude, like a sexy fisherman. Oh, nice. My dad sucks at fishing too. So I know, but his beard is like so well groomed. I just want to touch it. <laughs> so to start off tonight, I want to let everybody know that we're sort of changing up the format a little bit. Um, we're going to start off initially now, and we're going to see how it feels for the first for the next few episodes. But we're going to start off just bullshitting a little bit, um, and then we're going to talk about maybe a story or not a story, but like a a news article or two or a funny fucking story, um, and then. From that, we'll progress into uh, the theme, the show, whatever the hell you want to call it for the night. So, is anybody else, anybody on here, or anybody drinking anything on here? Well done. Uh, yeah, having a beer. <laughs> you know I have that Bush Light. <clears throat> Shout out to Bush Light if they want to sponsor the podcast. Yes. Send us Brought all the Bush by... Light that we can have. Brought to you by Diarrhea and Drunk Poor College Folks. Nice. Um, Skyler, what bourbon were you drinking? You said uh, the old Forester. Oh shit, that is good. Well, which one was it? I don't remember. Uh, it's the eighteen seventy. It's the original batch. It's the Ooh, good. A, it's the it's the good version of Old Forester. I don't know. Old yeah, Forester yeah. really doesn't. It's the first uh, first bourbon bottled in the United States. What what was Buffalo Trace though? I don't know. I think that's a pretty common thing to say. They're like. The bottle says it. It's like it's like the world, you know, world's best pizza. Like I was gonna say, they could have started bottling it in 1972. Can, any, anybody can say it. Uh, world's best like, cup of coffee. But they put it on the bottle, so it stands I just, the time. I just imagine like the old West, and somebody's like, "Hey, give me a give me a thing of whiskey," and they're like, "Hey, do you know this is the first bottled." Ever whiskey at Buffalo Trace, and the guy just saying "fuck you" and just shooting the guy. <laughs> Burton's going to lead off tonight with a <laughs> a story that I'm sort of wanting to hear a little bit because he's giggling like a little 
schoolgirl that just went to prom. So, oh man. So, uh, I've had a, I work, um, night shift and I work weird hours. Um, so I'm off during the week generally. So that's my weekend. Um, so, uh, me and, um, Katie were at a restaurant today and actually in honor of in honor of this episode um i had a uh, hot brown for lunch uh-huh. and it was delicious um so Wait, are we talking about jake's mom's vagina <laughs> no it's her uh never mind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> uh anyways so <laughs> speaking of hot brown jake silent um, during this we were he's we calling were his mom to tell her like i'm sorry asshole. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. We were listening to this podcast that she listens to called The Viral Podcast with Chelsea Lynn and um, some other chick on it. Anyways, they're like, they make us look like uh, Sesame Street as far as how nasty they are. Mm-hmm. And they, they take calls and people leave voicemails or whatever. So this guy's like, so I went to this chick's house and uh, she opened the door and all I could smell is dog shit. And uh, he's like, I was really horny. So I said, fuck it. So I went inside and we're making out and um, she's like, Hey, do you want to go to my room? And I was like, fuck yeah, I probably don't smell like dog shit. So he goes in there and he's like, next thing I know, I got one leg over behind her head and I'm just going to town. And I'm like, God, the only thing that smells worse than dog shit is cat shit. And so he's like, I just try to ignore it and I zone out, but I find myself looking around <laughs> and there's a dresser that's level with her bed. And he says on the dresser, is a litter box full of cat shit. And it's like four inches from her head. And he's like, so I just close my eyes and start thinking about my sister's hot best friend or anybody else that I possibly could to try to get off. And he's like, I saw him going at it and I pull out and he comes all over her belly. (laughs) And as soon as he does, he looks up and sees a cat asshole spreading wide open and (laughs) diarrhea just pouring out of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he said oh. he's like he's like and what do cats do when they shit they start scraping at their litter box and he says so no more than <laughs> i came on her belly and she tried to be sexy and the cat flung a hot cat diarrhea all over her belly and she started rubbing it thinking she was sexy <laughs> oh my god Bless <laughs> did she, did she, she know was... she was rubbing cat diarrhea into her belly or i don't know but i started I started gagging. I didn't hear the rest of it. I made her turn it off. So I started has, gagging and I had to pull over and threw uh, up. Has, has the fucking podcast ever been canceled? Is that because <laughs> I mean we're definitely getting fucking. We're hey. we're gunning for that. I think after four episodes, we are like fucking red band right now. Like there's <laughs> no way. Hey, red man. Red, red band, TJ. Red band. <laughs> I was like, yep, I'm like red man. Oh, wow. Anyway, I just thought I'd start the night off right. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to that, that podcast. Yeah, the viral podcast. Go listen Jeez. to it. Oh, crap. Okay. So my story or my article will not compete with the diarrhea of a thousand pissed off cats. That's good. We'll scare them away and then, you know, we'll just talk to nobody for the rest it's of like the It's like a Chinese proverb. <laughs> you come on a young woman's belly, a cat have diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should uh, somehow figure out a way to put in the beginning of this episode, like, hey, go ahead and skip to, like, the eight-minute mark. 
no, fuck that. This is our allure. This is, you know. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> my article is from futurism.com. Um, uh, they seem like an asshole group of people. Sort of <laughs> leather snarky, the article is. Um, <sighs> and it, it came out two days ago, which would be 3 9. So, uh, the title of it is Former Pentagon Officials Say Family of UFO Investigator Reported Creature Peering Into Their House. Then underneath it said, Your Tax Dollars at Work. So, uh, apparently, so Burton, I know Skylar and Jake have heard of it, but have you heard of like a, the Tic Tac UFO that they've seen off the Nimitz? I don't know what any of that means. So the Nimitz is an <laughs> aircraft carrier, correct? Yeah. Okay, so there was something called the Nimitz incident that happened back in 04. Um, oh, was uh, Fravor in that one? Yeah, David Fravor, I believe. And Yep. Yeah. So him and some other uh, jet pilots, they uh, followed this tic-tac-looking UFO um, around the ocean. The Nimitz was their aircraft Oh, carrier. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember hearing about this now. Okay. So they hired on... Or they didn't hire on. It was somebody within like some special investigations unit with, um, I'm guessing, the Navy. Because it didn't really say. It said the Pentagon. Um, so it said, uh, the secretive Pentagon program commissioned a sailor to investigate the Nimitz incident. And after the sailor went back home to Virginia, his wife and teen children say they witnessed a wolf-like creature that walked on two hind legs peering into their house on two occasions. Um <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny as shit, but um, it sort of reminded me like an X Files episode. And the family, um, they didn't know that the guy was what he was investigating. Um, he didn't tell them, but it was really weird how these two things happened. He he was investigating UFO, and then for some reason, a dog man or a werewolf was looking into the house. Um, the article goes on sort of to um, poo-poo the oh, the werewolf, dog man, whatever fuck kind of sighting you would say it is. And they also poo-pooed the actual Nimitz incident. They poo-pooed? Yeah, poo-pooed means a shoe away, not really examined too much. I am learning so much. I'm going to start poo-pooing things. <laughs> you do poo-poo, dude. I've smelled that <laughs> shit. Oh my gosh, that hot brown went right through me. It became another hot brown. It's like <laughs> it was resurrected in the toilet. Every time you say hot brown now, I'm just thinking of the, the cat shit story. So, <laughs> no. it's On the third day, the hot brown was resurrected <laughs> <laughs> to fulfill his scripture. <laughs> yep. The Catholic Church is definitely coming after us now. Oh. And then uh, I found another article. Uh, from WKBN.com, which I guess it's an Ohio... Side. Huh? <laughs> I Thank said they're you. on your side. Yeah. I don't know if they're on my side or not, but it's WKBN 27 out of Ohio. They talked about how Ohio, which I think we can relate this to the last episode, um, is in the top 10, top 10 states for UFO sightings in uh, North America. Um, they talked about how sightings go all the way back from the 1950s until currently. 
they talked about, oh, a few more recent sightings of a bright light in the sky that shapes a circle. Um, that And then they talked, that was basically it. They didn't go too in-depth. And then the number one state for most reports of UFOs is uh, California, which they report uh, 15,000. And then Florida follows in second with 7,500. So I don't know if Florida is directly related to their use of uh, bathing salts and all that other fun shit. Well, I was going to say California because there's a bunch of just drugged out hippies. Yeah. 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 So uh, the article or the, the list of states go as number one, California, two, Florida, three, Washington, four, Texas, which, you know, them Texas Texans don't put up with that shit. They'll shoot at the motherfucker. They'll start an intergalactic war with just a 22 rifle and some fucking beer. Um, <laughs> New York, Arizona, Pennsylvania is seven. Ohio, eight. Number nine is Illinois. Where's New and Mexico 10 at? Is Michigan. Uh, uh, it's down there in the West, Burton. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um, uh, it's right next to the have- on the water <laughs> and then they have the states with the fewest sightings which I think can be directly correlated to the population initially because like say North Dakota is number one South Dakota's two um, there's I think they have those two states are the least densely populated states in the Union I believe I, I may be wrong more than likely I'm wrong but um, Delaware, Wyoming, Vermont, which Bernie, um, Phil the Burn, he's out of Vermont, correct? Wow. It's actually pronounced Vermont. Yeah, Ber- <laughs> Skyler, that is Bernie out of Vermont. I'm not a Bernie expert. I don't, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure if that was his state, though he represented any list. I believe he is a senator from Vermont. Okay, I, I have sure. felt the burn. I know that. Well, that's Bur- a different burn. That's <laughs> We call that gonorrhea. Oh, it went away with some antibiotics. <laughs> Penicillin. Um, but Vermont is number five with 559, which goes to show that aliens do not like communism. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice if I almost spit my beer out and we're only like 10 minutes in. Uh, Rhode Island, Alaska. Um, you can't fucking really depend on bears and moose to fucking report shit in Alaska. Is Rhode Island hey, a state? Hey, 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 what do you what do you get on talking about bears? Oh, man. They're, yeah. very, they're very trustworthy. Have you yeah. ever fucking heard of Yogi Bear calling in a MUFON report? Yeah, every time. Uh, hey, hey, boo boo. <laughs> there is a UFO up there. They're taking another picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> he always got the one bear that's always talking about preventing fucking forest fires. Yeah. Like, you just he's a roast marshmallows. He starts the fires as a distraction. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> he starts them for job security. He didn't start the fire. Yeah. Oh. Hawaii's number eight. Nebraska's number nine. What are we even talking about? Anymore? <sighs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Mississippi's number 10. So, you dickweed. <laughs> Alaska. Burton, sometimes I love you so much that... You know, 
I feel like your mom should have swallowed a little bit more often. <laughs> I gave her that advice. She wouldn't do it. She said it How the nasty. fuck did you give her that advice when you weren't even fucking born? Well, I mean, afterwards. Is that like the Burton curse? You come before and warn your mom if you have sex, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we're going to be talking about Something that is very near and dear to us. I liked how nobody asked me how I was doing. <laughs> you know? We didn't ask anybody. We just what went the into the fuck? article. Yeah, it was just me and TJ. Skyler, yeah. how are you? No yeah. one cares how about us, Jake. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, no, we're going to go start our own podcast with Black. Oh, yeah. Shit, okay. yeah, he's going to call it like the, the Han Coop Solo podcast. Look, I, guys, I have my mom and grandma listening right now, and <laughs> they will be upset with you if I don't get to tell my stories either. We sat okay, through Burton Catkins' story and yeah. whatever the fuck TJ talked about. And we <laughs> I don't even know. It. Does anyone know what TJ was talking about? <laughs> fuck you. I asked you guys if you had any stories beforehand, and nobody spoke up. <laughs> Amongst like, all your rambling of non coherent <laughs> shit, we are all dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. TJ goes, we're all going to have banter before the show. (laughs) Fucking two people spoke. I don't think that's called banter. I think that's reading the article. Jake, tell us about the nut butter factory. Well, I'll tell you. So, guys, as as my my mom and grandma are listening right now, okay? They're fucking listening. Things... Things, things could be smoother at the nut butter factory, but I'll tell you what really but burns I'm... my bottom, fellas, is that the local gas station owner keeps raising his fucking prices. And I don't get it, man. Like, you don't need to compete. What? You, you don't need to compete. <laughs> it's gas not, it's not gas content. It, it's, it's so, it, yeah. Oh. That one, that one fell to the floor. Yeah, well, Jake, you nailed it. You nailed we'll, it. that was like we'll a ten out of ten on the diving. We'll pick you. Up. We'll pick you. Up. Well, uh, anyways, on to Skyler. I've got this hole <laughs> back of my uh, in my backyard that's full of gasoline. So I don't know what to talk about. I haven't been buying gas for years. Jake, do you have a hole in your backyard? <laughs> no, but I might start digging one. So just to bury yourself in because i think that'd be very fitting <laughs> bury you motherfucker keep it up oh, jake i'm too fucking fat i'm gonna blow up like crazy yeah, that's gonna be a big ass hole they're gonna be like what the fuck why is that big bubble filling up out there maybe we can use the dirt from the hole to fill the potholes we're not talking about the potholes again we talked about the potholes with the frogmen don't even get me started. Enough God with the potholes. TJ and I, TJ, TJ and I went to Ohio on Sunday, and potholes everywhere. Yep. Man. Those frogmen are, uh, you know, they're slacking. While they can handle, they were a lot of frogmen at the Tool concert we went to. I will uh, say that they looked like frogmen. <laughs> so Bert, and there was a guy sitting right above me and Zool. They kept saying, they, they, he treated it like it was Let's a fucking basketball. <laughs> yep. After uh, every song. It's like they were running down the floor or something, playing go. defense. That's awesome. Where are they going, sir? Where well, are we going? Fact, he was about as transient as a fucking homeless person. 
that dude kept walking up and down right behind me, and his feet <laughs> would like kick me in the back, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? TJ, we're trans sensitive, okay? We accept everyone. <laughs> I think I said transient needle dick. <clears throat> trans am? Yeah. Trans- <laughs> Jake knows about those trans am times with my cousin Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Ryan Trans Am time. Yep, Ryan Shadel. Hey, you want to go meet Trans Am? No, I do not. This the yeah. shout outs to Ryan Shadel. He's doing yeah. good. He's sexy. He's working hard. Wait, is Trans Am a person or a, uh, what? Are we... No, remember uh, no, you know, Trans Am. I don't. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Just, yeah, you sounded yeah. like you referred to somebody as being named. Uh, oh, that was called. I don't know. It's like uh, a horrible stripper named Trans Am. I'm not listening. <laughs> Trans- it's like you can run on me all night. <laughs> Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra. Can we, go back to the, Trans- can, we go, can we go back to the whole discussion so we can segue yeah. into what we're actually talking about today? Oh, yeah, my goodness. To, to the holes. <laughs> so, so today we're going to be talking about uh, Mel's Hole, uh, a hole that not very many people's heard about. It's big. It's brown. There's some weeds around it, so it probably needs a little bit of trimming. And it's bottomless. <laughs> so the story starts off with a, a late night uh, radio show. It was on AM for the longest time and uh, they expanded to FM, but it's a, been a syndicated show since the early 90s called Coast to Coast AM. Uh, throughout the 90s, all the way up to about mid 2000s, Art Bell was the host of it. Um, they talked about uh, conspiracy, UFOs, aliens, ghosts, demonic possession. They had people call in from uh, apparently Area 51. And uh, supposedly they had a guy. What was it, Jake? A guy call in while flying above Area 51, correct? Yeah, yeah he flew over it. And then he was like, you know, reporting everything he was seeing. And yeah, he <laughs> flew over it as in he like, uh, how did he fly over it? It wasn't like transdimensional flying. He was flying over it with a plane. Okay, it wasn't from he, some sort of like. He's not homemade. fucking. He's not fucking Birdman. I mean, he, he didn't build a, like some wings in his basement and was flapping around Area Fifty One. That's a big ass crow up there. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot that motherfucker! I think he got out. Here, <laughs> wasn't he underground? No, that's the wrong bird. <laughs> so. This uh, Art Bell, he held this show. It was, uh, I think, during that time, it was the most listened to AM show. Um, oh, throughout the nineties, huh? Which for a show that airs to uh, you know at one in the morning, it probably doesn't have a lot of uh, competition. Yep, but a but... lot of truckers <laughs> listen to this, and truckers will come in to play a little bit later well, in the story of Mel's poll. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> a teaser, yeah, yeah. some foreshadowing, <laughs> or as Caden called it, Dad, are they foreskinning it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying, I was like, foreskinning goes, Yeah, that's where you talk a little bit about before something. Yep. No, that's foreshadowing, buddy. Foreskin yep. is the thing on your penis. Yep. Oh, okay, Four. it is, Jake. I've probably... never seen mine. Well, they probably chopped when they chopped off half of your dick when you're babies. They probably that was factored into it too. Did you guys eat your foreskin on your fourth birthday? You, I'm pretty sure your foreskin was probably cut off way before your fourth birthday. <laughs> yeah, nobody no, you, was saved. They didn't like they, they didn't freeze it like fucking chitlins. 
You put it in the freezer. Yeah. Stick it on a Ritz cracker or something. Yeah. Uh, you, well, you fry it up a little bit. Get it nice and crispy. Well, of course. It's like a pork rind. Pork <laughs> <laughs> so skin cracklings. Hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Jesus, I think Jake started throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing like a little hot brown and foreskin. <laughs> oh, this is going to be the grossest oh. episode to date. Jake, quit making sounds like you're gurgling a cock. So in 1997, a man named Mel Waters, who is a landowner from Northwest Washington State, faxed. Let me repeat this. He faxed a story right, right. to Art Bell. For anyone born before 1991, that uh, uh. <laughs> it's a series of beep boop beeps into oh. a machine that turns into letters. Magic <laughs> a, of the 90s, a primitive email. So he faxed his story about the bo- this bottomless uh, pit on his property to Art Bell. Uh, the K. Ca- the pit um, allegedly, uh, excuse me, that sun cream or the sun king cream ale is coming back up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this uh, hole uh, had some spooky properties to it. It was, a, as they call a spooky hole. Um, <laughs> so Art didn't initially attempt to call Mel. He just faxed him he stated that he didn't anticipate it actually going through and he didn't anticipate it being read online or read on air so uh art got the fax he read through it twice on air and he started getting all these calls about the fax so art finally called mel in 1997 uh february 21st to discuss it and then he went on to speak to him five separate times between 1997 and 2002. Um, each time the story, um, so like each time he called in, the story grew and grew and grew. Um, you could say the hole had uh, legs of its own. <laughs> so uh, originally the story took place in Ellensburg, Washington, just south of the Manitash Ridge. Um, the Manitash Ridge is just south of Whiskey Dick mountain speaking of whiskey dick burton you seem to know a little bit about whiskey dick don't you uh no i've never had that my penis is uh doing just fine is it now doing just fine or has it experienced the whiskey and you know is that where it like goes back inside your body and you can't see it i think that's just hibernation actually Uh, (laughs) hey tj real quick i just noticed that you're not hacking up a lung this episode i'm super proud i'm excited that's because oh, I'm, I have been. I've just stepped back a little bit. Oh, uh, gosh damn! You. Now I I've got to. <laughs> oh, dang oh, it! My bad. My bad. Man, so, I thought maybe you hadn't seen a medicine man or something. No, I'm getting that plan just to make sure I don't have fucking esophagus cancer or some shit like that. Mm. You know, it's all that dick sucking <laughs> through the first five years of my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, wow. <laughs> Um, Jake, do you think this will be canceled? Uh, I mean, we're heading that way. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. Oh, well, we've already been banned by the Catholic Archdiocese, so don't worry. We're good. Um, so 
this place, uh, the hole, is just west of Ellensburg, Washington, um, south of the Manitash Ridge. And they describe it as a bottomless hole. So the closest uh, analogy I could think of is like a sinkhole. And a sinkhole is a collapse of the ground underneath an area due to like erosion. Or also it's the collapse of a roof of a cave underneath. So this thing, this thing was like, I mean, he described it as a well, a bunch and it, it sounded like it had like a, like a stone retaining wall around the top. Is that, am I right? Did I, did I yeah. hear that right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, yeah. Okay. Like maybe below the well, something opened up. I, 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 is that what you're trying to say? Well, no, I'm just trying to, the closest analogy I can think of to relate Mel's hole initially, just to get a good start would be like a sinkhole. Okay. I see it as the hole, like from the 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 movie uh, Three Hundred, that he kicked. Uh, yeah, he kicked the the Persian down into and yelled, the, "You know, this is so and so." This is Sparta. That's it. That's it. That's what it is. Cue the <laughs> slow motion kicking. Maybe that's Mel's hole, or maybe that's the other end. Ooh. <laughs> is that? <laughs> Never mind. No. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> no, no, Mel's Mel's hole was on the movie Signs. No Gibson. Right. Was there actually a hole in that movie? No. Yeah, the entire plot. <laughs> that was actually decent, but very untrue. Jake attack Mel him. Gibson. Is Mel Waters the uh, an alias for Mel Gibson? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, have what you a, seen The Passion of the Christ? I mean, what a good. Uh, now, what does that uh, have to do with this? I don't it's know. Not a very. It's not a very good. Uh, you know, alias, he still calls himself Mel. Yeah. Usually people that use aliases, they use something like if your name's Mel, yeah. it'd be like Bob or Elvis. I mean, his yeah. last name's Gibson, so... Well, that's Waters, the beauty that's, of it. Yeah, Waters throws it off. Yeah, Jesus walked on water, passion of Christ. See? Uh, it's all, you know, boom. I just want to take this minute to uh, sort of get on to Jake. Yes. <laughs> about not defending signs, Jake. Oh, one of the best movies ever. If you even think otherwise, I mean, that's your fault. And well, that just goes to show that Burton's have a small dick. Has a small dick. Oh, Sorry, Jesus. I don't know what his movie preference has to do with the size of its genitals, but carry on. Why are we always attacking my genitalia? We spend a lot of time talking about I your karate genitalia. chop that shit. Gah! You're gonna need a very tight, small karate chop. <laughs> have you seen my hands, son? I'm like the guy from the Burger King commercial. And it... <laughs> That is a very small karate chop. <laughs> oh my god, we are we are struggling. I'm sorry, I keep okay. I keep going off on tangents that have to do with nothing. <laughs> so anyway, so we're talking about the hole. Mel so, hole. The, hole. the only difference between a sinkhole and Mel's <sighs> supposed hole is Mel's hole has no bottom. Um, at least not one that's near the surface. So. One defining feature of, like, say, typically of a sinkhole is there's caves around it. There's, um, it's the falling of the cave ceiling, basically. They're just so, and I'll say this right now so people can think about this while listening to Mel's tale, is there happens to be nine caves surrounding the area where Mel's hole is, allegedly. And, and this is in the, like, their area of the Cascade? mountain range is that right yeah um i this think cascades north 
yeah, and the Manitash Ridge, I think, directly attaches, if I can remember correctly. Okay. So, I'm at Whiskey Dick Mountain. It's <laughs> Can I sidebar to Whiskey Dick Mountain? Um, uh, <laughs> it, it's wholesome, I promise. I'm not going to talk about... Wait, did you just say wholesome with regard to <laughs> 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 no, no pun intended, but I'll take it. Uh, my wife and I got married uh, near, I mean, not on Whiskey Dick Mountain. That would have been cool, but, you know, in the general vicinity of Whiskey Dick Mountain. I thought you made that up. I didn't realize that was a real mountain. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's real. Yeah, we drove by signs that said Whiskey Dick Mountain. We talked about going there, but never did. Are you sure she's still your wife? Like, did she ever disappear for, like, say, a few minutes at a time? Uh, like, just ever, or? Like, when you were there. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't recall. Oh, shit. Oh, man, what if your wife came out of that hole? <sighs> Burton, keep your mouth shut, because I think I feel, <laughs> I know what you're wanting to say. <laughs> keep it. Nothing. Leave my wife out of this. Okay? That's exa- hey, I've got your wife back. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> she'll um, appreciate that. I, I appreciate um, you guys get my mom's back too. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's how we see her whole. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake's mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm sorry. I've got like a 90-year-old smoker's left tonight. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. So, in February 21st, 1997, Art Rell reached out to uh, Mel Waters on the phone during the show Coast to Coast AM. I actually listened to this live when it happened. Um, uh, after my mom and dad's divorce, that was one thing we liked to do on the weekends, is we would drive around. Um and we had listened to Coast to Coast AM. That was that's sort of a fun pastime. So I remember exactly this night because I thought, man, this dude's really weird. And he's got a big ass hole. <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> I was fucking like 10 at the time. I don't think I've been thinking about a guy's hole. But <sighs> I mean, I was well past that by 10. Jesus, Pete in Alaska. Yep. So well, let's keep that away, Bert. And let's say that for the therapist okay (laughs) (laughs) that's not something i think a lot of uh, psychiatry and medication will help you with your fear of holes in that sense okay okay (laughs) so mel's story goes as his first call um he states that he bought the land four years prior Uh, he noticed that there's a big ass hole up on the up not the edge but you gotta stop saying "big asshole." I'm sorry. <laughs> there was a a really big hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's laugh is what does it. <laughs> what he... he sounds like he's being edited. <laughs> he sounds like he just smoked a bunch of weed. <laughs> oh. Can that be the name? Can that be the name of the episode? Big asshole. <laughs> I just can't get my teep around it. <laughs> Why are you bringing teep into it? I haven't had any less. Oh. <laughs> okay, so uh, he bought this oh. hole four years, or he bought the land four years prior. 
sweating uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! So he bought the land four years prior, and it had a nine foot wide, nine foot nine inch wide hole on it. Like any self-respecting uh, rural folk, him and his neighbors threw trash into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what this is here for. I say that jokingly, but I remember times when sinkholes would open up and, oh, man, we got this old fridge. Let's throw it in the sinkhole. <laughs> Little did we know there's probably from. there's probably spelunkers underneath. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Looking up. <laughs> <laughs> this hey, the, tube TV just fell down here. The, troll, the trolls that live down there appreciate those refrigerators. They use them. Yep, they call them bunk beds for the trolls. You might think of it as littering and destroying nature, but actually, yeah, it's helping out the trolls in their quest for world domination. We call that forming above ground coral. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, what the? That's one of the best things I've ever heard about that, TJ. Good job. <laughs> so, people <sighs> threw trash in it. They threw fridges. Um, there was one part in this interview where uh, Mel told Art, "Oh yeah, we throw uh, tube TVs down that hole." <laughs> Art goes, "I love, I love, yeah." Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I, I love that because he's like, "Uh, you probably—that's a bit of an environmental issue. You probably shouldn't say that on the radio." probably have the EPA up, EPA up at your house. <laughs> and which, he just keeps going on about how he likes throwing tube TVs down in the hole. Which, let me tell you, that's a little bit of all, another foreshadowing. So, they used to throw their trash in there. Um, They threw in like, oh shit, what was it? Dead cows also. <laughs> which is funny as shit. Uh, apparently, Mel stated that there were around 20 people that used the hole to dispose of their waste. <laughs> but if you think about it, so they threw dead cows, home trash, scraps, uh, fridges, and all that shit. Imagine how nasty it was in the bottom of that fucking but hole. If it's really as deep as they say, and it's going all the way down to the core of the earth, it's going to be incinerated. Actually, so it's like nature's incinerator. They never yeah. said it went to the core of the earth, though. So. Oh, well, I am. <laughs> well, okay. okay. Justin is Let's... forming a hypothesis. and it's just my... You can't yeah. refute it. So we call that. Yeah, TJ. We call that. <laughs> Suck it, TJ. <laughs> we, we call that incinerator. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> shit. I keep interrupting people. I'm sorry. It's really. I was just gonna say it's really green. I mean, it's it's really. I mean, it's yeah. really the only true green trash disposal we have. Just... Did you hear what I called it, Zool? World. No. The eco incinerator. There you go. There I mean, go. it's just going to wind up in the ocean if we don't throw it in Mel's hole. The earth giveth and the earth uh, taketh away. So, yep. um, Mel, told, Mel talked about how he tried to take his dogs up near the hole, but the dogs wouldn't get near it. <laughs> the dogs so, have seen some shit. I was wondering if you took some <laughs> peanut butter and spread it around the hole. <laughs> if the it dogs works. would go up and try licking it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dog would jump right up into that hole. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> Jake, your laugh sounded like static. That, that was that was a good laugh. That was me. <laughs> that was us getting canceled. Listen, this one time at my old job. <laughs> this one time at band camp. This does sound good. We arrested this guy, and in his bedroom, oh. he had his dogs locked up in the bathroom, and they were like four empty jars of peanut butter. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Oh God. Hey, 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 I want to get a hold of that guy. He could be a possible buyer. <laughs> hey, have you ever oh. tried almond butter on your dick, dude? It's really invigorating. <laughs> Jake might have some firsthand knowledge oh, about the uses of uh, nut butter and <sighs> so many uses, guys. So many yeah. uses. I mean, not even just to entice dogs, but <sighs> to other other animals. Oh. If, you, if you put bird seed on it and then sit outside. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is Bert, you mentioned bird seed Uh-oh. birds wouldn't even land on this like the the con or the wall around the hole like the birds wouldn't land on it birds wouldn't fly over it nothing so you have the dogs that won't go near it the birds won't land on it <laughs> so this guy they were the throwing animals. They were throwing animals down into it. They're like, "Fuck! I'm not going near the hole." <laughs> Word got <laughs> out. Whoa! <laughs> Come on, buddy. So it's like the de- the what that place in Louisville, the Death Shoot or whatever. Oh, jeez, down at uh, Waverly <laughs> Hills. Waverly, Waverly, yeah. yeah. The body shoot. That's go. why I like to call my uh, butthole the Death Shoot. <laughs> That's why I don't want to eat. That's why I don't want to ride in a car with you while you're eating White Castle, dude. Oh, you should be lucky to ride in a car with me at least five hours after I've eaten White Castle. Yeah, yeah, duh, yeah. We call that ecstasy. Don't mm. consider that. <laughs> so, a neighbor of Mel's, apparently his dog died, so he thought, ah, fuck it, let's throw it in the fucking hole. <laughs> so the dog, so the guy threw the dog in the hole, and according to Mel, the neighbor stated that he was hunting in the same area that him and his old dog used to. And he looked up and he's seen uh, the dog with a dog with the same exact collar that looked exactly the same hunting by himself. Was he so, hunting for mushrooms? I don't know. I just know the dog was hunting by himself after he had been thrown in the hole. So my question right here is, I wonder if this works for broken appliances. Like you throw a fridge down there. You come back a week later and you see the fridge running through the woods. <laughs> yeah, where are all the reanimated TV tubes and oh, dead cows? Where's that RCA I threw down there last week? <laughs> <laughs> Get me back that remote, you bitch. It's got HD now. <laughs> well, they upgraded it? The whole upgraded? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, it's got Cinemax uh, after dark. Ooh. Well, we call that Skinemax. Hey, 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 hey. For the layman. There are kids listening. I hope not. <laughs> nope. Caden asked again if he could listen to the podcast. <laughs> when you're 23. I'm pretty sure he tried sneaking out my old phone. <laughs> so he, he knows it's on Spotify. I'm like, God damn it. You can't hear this. But... Uh, if nothing else in 20 years, our kids can be proud that we made this. Oh, yes. We'll be <laughs> many people will be very proud of this in the future. Yeah. I hope they beam it into space so that uh, I just can't wait. I just can't wait for that lunch pail collector to stumble upon our podcast and be like, this isn't what I was expecting at all. What if this is what saves the earth from an alien invasion? Like they they pick up this podcast. Yeah. Pootie Tang. Mm. Okay. (laughs) I tried to, I tried to Google maps. Google Matt Mel's hole. 
<laughs> it came up with Mel's Cozy Corner Bar. <laughs> so, I'm going to say right now that I'm not going to mention any last names, but I used to have a neighbor <laughs> in Indianapolis named Mel. And Mel Gibson? No, 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 not oh. going to mention last names. She was fairly attractive at first. Ooh, a female then, Mel. Mm-hmm. Well, was it how do you spell the Mel? Was it M A I L or M A L E? Nope, M E L. That's the wrong spelling. And yeah, yeah, clearly it's the wrong spelling, even though it was her fucking spelling. <laughs> so if it was you, you spell your name wrong. Listen, people, when you Google Mel's hole, make sure that you don't spell it M A L E. What? <laughs> Mel, Mel. <laughs> no, I got that. I'm just. That took me a minute. That took was that like minute. an administrative error initially? I about yeah. looked it up, and I've got a work laptop in front of me. I would get flagged so hard. So, <laughs> this neighbor, she was uh, very loose with her. Uh... her She's very promiscuous sexually. Not she that we're not huh? that we're disparaging anybody for their yeah sexual prolixity. Are you trying to say that she was a whore? No, nope, yeah. no, nope, nope. that's not. But she had three different kids with three different guys. Nothing wrong with that. Nope, nope, nothing wrong with it until she asked me. I was talking to her for a time. And when she wasn't happy that I didn't make the move the first week, which I'm assuming she wanted me to suck on her dick and eat her butthole out. Um, it sounds like you're a very scorned person because you didn't make her happy. Nope, nope. I'm very grateful. Trust me. That is not a vagina I needed to go down. <laughs> so, um, Some holes you don't want to explore. She was a very fertile myrtle. <laughs> so if you touched her, uh, it's a lot like Burton now. Um, if hey, wait, you touch did, him, baby. Did she, have, did she have a refrigerator inside her? Uh, <laughs> It probably could have been used as a refrigerator, just with the did opposite rev- function of heating. Did she revive any, you know, dogs? dogs. I didn't talk to the hole long enough. I just heard it getting used over the little walkie-talkie. Do you think Wait, the frogmen tried to patch that hole? <laughs> no! No more frogmen. Jake? There were quite a few guys that tried to patch that hole up and were very unsuccessful. Well, you got to use cold patch. That's why. Jake, Jake, Jake. Why these guys. Get, get a good competent state employee to deal with that. I think they were very disappointed they just couldn't hit any of the walls. I'm this is sick gonna... of paying taxes, goddammit. This is going to be a four-hour long episode. And <laughs> oh, hey, we're not even going to get through the whole mill. So, back to not my neighbor, who this hole reminds me of, but Mel's hole. Um, So, Mel got curious. Uh, He had a very curious mind, scientific-based, apparently. And he was allegedly a shark hunter in the Pacific Ocean. And so, he said he had uh, big spools of fishing line, 20-pound tasks, that... He got the idea initially to see if there was water in the hole because he said for several years they kept filling up or they kept throwing the shit in the hole and it never filled up. God, what if he would have caught a huge fish? (laughs) Yep. 
So this guy in his wisdom, he said it was an old fisherman's trick. He tied on uh, lifesavers. To not the chewy gummy kinds, but the hard ones. He tied them onto the line and threw them down the hole. He said he got about 5,000 feet. <clears throat> and typically, apparently, lifesavers dissolve after, like, say, an hour or two of being in the water. So he brought up the lifesavers after dropping as dropping in as far as he could. He reeled it in. And the lifesavers were still intact. They were not wet. Ooh. So the guy's, well, fuck. So he tied a one-pound weight to the bottom of the line. And then he got a big pole, like a, oh, one of those big uh, reels that you see on uh, ocean fishing boats. And he cast it down in the hole. And when he ran out of uh, one reel, which is about 5,000 feet, he would tie it up to another one and drop that. And he kept doing it. Um, you know, I will Mel's, say that those, those have counters on them. Yeah. So, he, so he'd actually have an accurate readout, probably. Well, so Mel had 80,000 feet down in a hole. Now, 80,000 feet is approximately 15 and a half miles, I believe. Something like so, that. Yeah. yeah. Which, if this I mean, he is was buying, true, like, bulk. I mean, whoever was selling him spools of uh, monofilm, it was... Make a well, bank. And imagine how much that would weigh. So that's something that'll be brought up here in a minute. So uh, Mel stated that he dropped it about 80,000 feet and it kept the line was taut. So it was real tight. And so almost like it was the weight was still hanging. So he dropped it like it's taut. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> Christ, I want to fucking hit you right now, Martin. All right, we get, I'll get one edited piece. Per oh, episode. I'm not editing that shit out. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, but yeah, his, so his idea is that he dropped that one pound weight 80,000 feet, and he knows that because the line never slackened any. Yep. Yep. And it always Ooh. was tight. So, Quite like a tiger. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I'm on three uh, bush lights, so you know, anything's oh, going. Hell yeah. And Mel, supposedly Speaking his wife. Back. <laughs> Do we need a just go ahead? Just go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Don't worry. Don't I'm going to I'm going to mute my mic so it, it doesn't even matter. Just you know, go ahead. So Mel stated his wife worked at the local university. And he talked about how the, uh, oh, what department would handle the ground digging shit and all that? Uh, the ge geology? Yeah. The geology the, department, yeah. The geology department was interested, but they didn't believe him. <laughs> For good reason, because he says he dropped his fucking line 80,000 feet, 15 miles into the ground. I mean, it's double what the, the deepest hole in the, I mean, the, the man-made hole that's ever been dug in. Correct. Well, by humans, which, which would imply man-made. This, uh, so, at, at the end of this conversation, Art took uh, calls for Mel to answer. And some of these calls were crazy as shit. Uh, one guy <clears throat> suggested that they throw a cat into the hole. 
<laughs> which, which which art's a big cat guy, right? So like, yep. yeah, he likes cats. That probably didn't go over. Well. <laughs> art was like, no, no, no. You're not throwing that pussy down that hole. <laughs> I don't think he could say. Did he say pussy on the radio? Nope, nope. But you know, Art's idea is one pussy down the hole is one too many wasted. All right, I'm back. My kids had a fruit by the foot down here, so I had to eat one of those and it got stuck in my finger. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Brought to you by Fruit by the Foot. Fruit by the Foot and Bush Light, the official snacks. The only snack you can use to boys. measure your dick. Well, <laughs> so I've just had a revelation brought brought amongst to me. Fruit that you can measure dick to. You're like, honey, we need to get some fruit by the foot and cut it in half inch increments. <laughs> I just said I need yep. fruit by the centimeter. So, so the state, <laughs> so the state highway website says that they don't start passing <laughs> holes for around like no. June. <laughs> I don't know it's more disturbing thing talking about holes or Burton having an orgasm. <laughs> I laughed so hard I shit my pants in my <laughs> Like I've got I've got really bad hemorrhoids right now. Burton! <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> That's fine. It hurts so bad when I have it like so the way I'm sitting, my asshole is pressed against the chair. So when I farted, it was like a rumble. Time out, time out, time out. This would be the time to fast forward about one minute. Okay. Anal cream. (laughs) Definitely not brought to you by the state highway because they don't fix fucking potholes. They don't fix holes, and apparently Burton needs a hole fix. So oh man. (laughs) So one guy, you know, said they need to throw a cat down there. Art didn't agree. And then uh, another guy, <laughs> do you remember the the Austin, the guy from Austin, Texas? Probably uh, <laughs> it's probably Alex Jones' son. Yeah, I think. Yeah. The guy, like the guy goes. Hours. What was it? The guy's like, you could lower me into a cave. <laughs> Did he say it like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, you could lower me into a cave. And then what? Well, <laughs> put a cage around me. We'll see if the global elites down there. <laughs> and the guy, so the guy's like, lower me into a cage. Lower me down there. I'll do it. I'm crazy as shit. And I'll have a cage. And the guy goes, well, what if there, or Art said, what if there's like a big creature down there? He goes, well, I'll have a quick up button. Yeah. And also a giant <laughs> flashlight so I can see it way before it comes. It was amazing listening to the guy because he's just like, every time Art had a question, he's like, oh, I know exactly. I'll just have a quick up button. A quick up button. What the fuck's that? Oh, it's a button that'll send me up real quick. And Art's sitting there like, yep, yep. We just need to throw you down there to better uh, society, actually. So <clears throat> that guy was crazy as shit. Um, Are you saying throwing that guy down a hole would have benefited society? Yes, yes, because the guy was like, the global elite's coming for you. Because he was a nut. Yes. So that ended Mel's hole with all those fucking crazy-ass calls that they were getting. Mel came back, a was it two days later? Um, With the story only getting crazier. This was on, (laughs) not two days later, three days, I think. Nope, I'm sorry, I can't count. Four days later. On two twenty five ninety seven, 
So Mel called back just to uh, check everybody, or Mel called in to fill everybody up on his hole. <laughs> it's usually the other way, <laughs> filling everybody up on Mel's hole. <laughs> but so Mel, his story, this is where it starts getting a little bit crazier. Um, he pulled into an access road the day after, so on 122nd, or 222nd, he pulled on an access road to go up to the hole and just <clears throat> look around his hole, you know, see if there are any stray hairs or anything like that. And when he pulled onto his access road, there were two armed men <clears throat> dressed in military fatigues. Trying to get in his hole? No. They were probably more like two miles away from the hole. So Mel pulled up and said, uh, what's happening? And the guy said, uh, you can't come on this property. There's a plane that crashed on the property. Mel stated, well, I don't, I believe you guys are fucking lying because there's no smoke. And the guy goes, nope, you're not allowed on the property. A plane crashed. So then a non-uniformed individual came up to the car. Um, he was armed. Came up to the car and told Mel that he couldn't have access to his property until the plane crash was thoroughly investigated. Mel pointed out again that there is no, there's no smoke, which typically in a plane crash you see smoke. And the guy looked at Mel and stated... You know, it would be easy to find a drug lab on the property if you get my hint. Uh, Mel said, while this was happening, there were helicopters flying overhead. Um, and he said there were helicopters flying overhead for the next few days. <clears throat> so the government, basically, uh, a non-disclosed government agency, refused to allow Mel onto his property. And so Mel... That was basically what Mel said that call. Um, he answered. Huh? I think, and to clarify the drug lab comment too, like supposedly Mel was involved with like uh, natural medicine. Is that right? Natural yeah, it was, it was Native American. That was it. Right. World, so he... World War Two, <laughs> like era type medicine. So he was he was cultivating uh, uh, plants on the property. But, uh, that were used uh, by Native Americans for you know. He he was growing healing. fucking peyote. He was growing peyote. Peyote. No, not peyote, Indiana. No, you can't. Uh, you can't grow that kind of shit. You can't trip on that. So well, you can trip. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> that. So he did have that up there, but that wasn't illegal. Um. The guy they were, just, they were just implying that if we you could do, easily, we could easily find a mess right, jack or something right, like that. Right. We could easily uh manufacture some reason to take this yeah. plan from you. Right. Yeah. And more likely they could have said he was manufacturing trucker meth up there. Good <laughs> Which, shit. We we're gonna get to the truckers. Yep. I hope at some point. Yep. So from that point on till two thousand, so uh, early, I think January 2000, so from 2.25.97 all the way till 2000, you don't hear a word from Mel. And then in January 2000, or in December of 2000... Um, I, I, can I make note of something, too, real quick, before we get too make far? Make note, note maker. Okay, so, like, my thing with 
this part of the story where he was talking about the government, you know, basically seizing his land and whatnot. So he's talking to Art Bell about this. And Art Bell's like suggesting that, hey, like I can get like all of my media people to like come out there and see what's going on. And this guy was so hesitant about yeah. that happening. Yeah. Was that at the second interview or the third one? I thought that was in the 2000s. No, it's the second one. Okay. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's when it's he comes update. back on after they yeah. And like, okay, so this guy's going on a very you know highly you know syndicated radio show talking about this hole that he has, and then how the government seizing his property, and then he's suddenly like, no, like I don't want anybody going out there because I think I'm I'll be the one that gets harmed and whatnot. Like I'll be the one that gets jailed, whatever. But why are you on a show talking about it if you're not willing to take the press out there? Well, that, and he, he's already on the press, too, which makes right. no sense. Right. Yeah. And I just I don't know. That that to me was like, uh, like, oh, I mean, there's plenty more coming up about what Mel talks about. Is going right. to think he's full of crap. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you're literally talking to the country, the entire country, this syndicated program that airs probably in every state in the country. Right. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, note, note done. Note finished. <laughs> Thank you. I took notes. Is this going to be on the test later? <laughs> yes. Okay. God, I hope it's true false. So, Mel, Mel, uh, contact reached out to Art Bell off the show in late December, uh, 99. And Art stated that he seemed really disheveled, out of sorts, um, almost like he was having panic attacks and acting crazy. So Art, and he was mainly going to come on to the show just to talk about, um, oh, you know, what what had happened since uh, 97. So Art finally got him back on the show in January of 2000. And Mel starts dropping big bombs in the hole. <laughs> so apparently, according to Mel, the government started renting his land from him in 1997 after they basically told me he couldn't come on the property. So what happened was um, Mel told the uh, armed, non-uniformed, military person they were just going to go to the press and that person said go ahead nobody's going to believe you so then shortly after the military reached back out to mel and told him that they'll pay him two hundred and fifty thousand a month in perpetuity which mel was like fuck yeah two hundred fifty thousand dollars they're renting out the property <clears throat> supposedly there was a signed contract and all that and they had his bank account bank account bank account <laughs> that they sent the money directly into so from 97 to 99 so early 97 to 99 uh, Mel went to Australia uh, while he was in Australia he received over six or what would have been over six million dollars this and that's month. in 1997 money so that's like hmm. I mean, that's like uh, a billion today. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know. I don't know how inflation I, works, so I uh, I'm just guessing, really. I don't even think Batman Forever made that much money. That <laughs> came out around the same. Wait, was that the Batman with nipples? Uh, <laughs> no, no, that that's the Batman that's, Robin. Yeah, so. yeah, that's where they broke ground with that one. With the bat, suit, <laughs> bat, bat suit with nipples. <laughs> so. Art or not art, but Mel went to Australia, got six million dollars. Are you talking a... about what noble, like what noble cause he went to Australia yep, to help out? Yep, okay, yep, okay, I'm sorry, mentioning. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, sorry. So the son of a bitch <laughs> wanted he went there to help out society, help out humankind. No, so he, he, well, listen. So he oh, decided okay. to help out wombats, <laughs> and he built a wombat rescue. And also hired in all these employees and doc vets and all that to help out wombats. So you guys remember when the wombat, when or not wombat, the Great Wombat Fire. So when Australia was having all those fires, <laughs> the Great, great, wombat, the great fire. wombat Fire. Well, we could call it that, but that big fire that happened like a few years ago in Australia. Yeah. yeah. And you've seen the people. Uh, Wasn't it caused little... by a roadrunner? <laughs> Nice. Burton, I am proud of you right now. You and your hemorrhoids are doing the show a service. The hemorrhoids are actually thinking for him at this point. Yeah. He's got two sets of brains now. <laughs> it's rerouting everything. So uh, I call my asshole hemorrhoid valley. I'm gonna murder you. I'm gonna murder you. So regardless of Burton's grotesque growths from his asshole, um the uh when this when these fires happened back a few years ago, people made little mitts for Mitt? the wombat. Mitts. Mitt? Like, yeah, mittens? like mittens that went like over their mitt? hands. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they could take a nice pie out of the oven. <laughs> so you see these I I I've I've seen them on the TV, but they're like uh oh shit. Like uh, cotton mitts that they would use to the wombats would use to climb the trees. And they would start melting to the wombat's hands. So, I was just helping the wombat. <laughs> but so that's the kind of person I would see Mel being. So Mel was over there for two years, spent almost six million dollars, and he was still receiving money. He came back in December of '99, like I said, to help his nephew move. So Mel loaded up his nephew. Um, they were originally in Olympia, and I can't remember where they where his nephew was moving to, but Mel drove the U-Haul down there. And they got down there, and Mel received notice that his property was no longer his. Now, Mel gave some bullshit reasons, stating that the he no longer received the money because the contract between him and his ex-wife, so his wife also divorced him, after the stupid son of a bitch started fishing in the giant hole. Huh. So him, the contract was breached by him and his wife. And the local government seized his land because there were zoning issues and permit issues with what was built on the property. So apparently the federal government moved on to the property after he made this deal. They built roads onto it. They had buildings, you know. Doing everything could they could to make it a secret government base, I guess. 
and the local government had enough of it, and they seized the land, apparently, from the federal government. Um, that seemed stupid as fuck. But, so, he found out about that, and for some reason, he's like, well, I gotta get back to Olympia. So, he hopped on a bus to head north back to Olympia after he dropped off his uh, nephew's uh, items. On the bus ride up to Olympia, some guy he said was acting weird. And he got in a fight with him. The cops were called. The cops came out. And they interviewed him. Mel told him, hey, I need to I need to be... I can't miss this bus. So I can't really interview. And the police said, well, we'll give you a ride up to Olympia. Just finish this with us and we'll give you a ride. So the last thing that Mel remembers is talking to the police and then getting in their vehicle. Um, Mel doesn't specify what type of vehicle, but I've seen other people say, oh, it was a van, it was a car, a sedan, all this shit. Well, Mel wakes up. Oh, oh, I can't remember how many days. I think it was a few days later. In San Francisco, toothless. Well, they... well, not completely toothless. They just stole to- his molars. Toothless? Toothless. <laughs> yeah. Toothless. Yep. Toothless. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Jake. <laughs> so I took it as a, because he also said he got dentures, full dentures. A full set of dentures. So I thought maybe all the teeth had been taken, but it could be, you know. But he was missing teeth and he woke up to a bunch of homeless people drunk trying to get him to sing on the road again. <laughs> That's not all they were doing. Yep, 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 yep. They were probably taking advantage of his toothless state. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, he was gumming it. <laughs> Mel's hole. hole. Yeah, Mel's hole. It's With a whole business. new ring on the Mel's hole. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and I forgot to mention, prior to this, well, no, no, that's the next episode. So, yeah, this happened. Um. And Art was also encouraging him this time to bring out, you know, the uh, the news. Go up to the hole, bring out the news, bring out everybody. He even said he could. He had people in hard copy and all that shit to bring up to the hole, correct? Yeah. And Mel again passed on it saying, no, 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 no. I don't want to be singled out or anything like that. Because, you know, God forbid if this was true being drugged and dropped off and have, being sucking dick in San Francisco with a bunch of winos isn't being singled out. I don't care about what happens to me, but what about the wombats? Right. That's probably what he was thinking. Yep. You can take my life, but you can't take that wombat. They have mittens that are fused to their skin. <laughs> I put those mittens on them. So, and I'll be damned if you ever take them off. Art, being the nice guy he is, put uh, Mel in touch with his dentist. And as Mel puts it, the <laughs> dentist gave him a state-of-the-art set of dentures. I don't know how it's state-of-the-art. I picture, like, little TV screens, LCDs, you know. They, uh, they lit up. They could, you know, you could do, like, Christmas colors, uh, <laughs> red, white, and blue for the 4th of July, you know. Each tooth had an individual letter that lit up like an LED screen, you know. Yep, Three BJs. 
Yep, and they played the music from Friends uh, when you clicked them. Do, do, do. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, don't eat it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I just, I just imagine him shooting out big pez out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so state of the art technology in 99 was a pez dispenser dental job. So, Mel did not reach back out for say another two years to Art Bell. Um, I guess he was sort of uh trying to you know get get on with his life after uh losing his hole. <laughs> so, and, and his teeth apparently his what'd you teeth? say Burton uh, nothing I'm just singing <laughs> nice <laughs> so in 129 or on January 29th of uh, 2002 Mel called back to the show with this call Mel was talking about oh he's like I look like Willie Nelson <laughs> And I ride around with truckers all the time. Yeah, he did. He talked a lot about truckers. This yeah, he was like a spokes, an unofficial spokesperson of the truckers. Mm-hmm. They like me because I look like Willie Nelson. Clearly. And they knew him. They're like, hey, you're that guy with that huge hole, aren't you? Well, and, and uh, you know, his connections to the trucker world do come up with, uh, or do you come into play later with him getting some information about maybe what's going on at the hole. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, and that's actually with this uh, episode. So he goes into depth a little bit more what truckers told him. He stated that there's a interstate somewhere around Mel's Hole, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what? there's a a rest stop. And from the rest stop, you can sort of see the hole, the big gaping hole. Are you sure Mel's hole's not in the rest stop? So, so probably a few Mel's holes around that rest stop. It's all like being adult, adequately filled. It's an so adult bookstore. So there's this big mysterious hole that no one seems to know where it's at, but you can see it from a rest area off the interstate. Yep. <clears throat> Carry on. And and they said that um, you can stop by there and you can see this big black beam <laughs> coming out of the hole. Imagine signs on the interstate like, exit five, come see Mel's hole. Deepest hole. Deepest the- hole in the world. Big black beam coming out of it. Throw your pet. Mom, Mom have a- that baby arm coming out. Have a dead dog, throw it in Mel's hole. <laughs> so, so- you get the... I think he was reading Salem's Lot at the time. I'm just going to, yeah. No, it's an amalgam of like Salem's Lot and some other shit. But yeah, you know, Native American burial grounds. Apparently, these truckers are like, yeah, we seen stuff coming from that hole that one night. (laughs) Big black stuff coming from the hole. Jesus. Yep. So that went on. And then, you know, Mel being the entrepreneur he is, or just the man that likes to talk about big ass holes. He was a. Uh, he apparently he discovered, or he got to talking with some Native Americans in Nevada. Um, he was just talking about some big a- or big ass hole he had on his property. And Native Americans like, we got one of those holes also. You want to see it? So him and this Native American group were comparing holes, <laughs> which like on their cell phones. 
I don't know. I guess that's like comparing dick sizes. Like my butthole's bigger than your butthole. Oh man, he sent me a picture of his hole again. Damn it! I'll send me one. Damn it! This is gonna charge me extra for text. I'm gonna send him one of mine. Does the hole have an OnlyFans? (laughs) I wouldn't look it up. (laughs) So the the Native Americans and uh, he called them the Basque. And him, the Basque and him were talking about holes and comparing. Apparently, the holes are about the same size, both nine foot, nine inches. And what a coincidence, they're bottomless. Hmm. I think this is just the case of like, you know, if you want something in your life and you, you know, you want it enough, you can manifest it. Yeah. You know, if you just want that deep gaping hole (laughs) enough and you lose it and you know, you just find another one. And you, just, of... for. you <laughs> just you just grab you a shovel, turn on some <laughs> Alice and Chains, <laughs> and you got it. Sick yeah, reference, yeah. bro. Six ra- <laughs> sick reference. <laughs> so yeah, he uh he became friends with these uh with the Basque. And apparently this hole had a big metal collar and top on it. Um he said it looked like the collar had these ridges on it that you would use to like lock into it so they could lift up. So Mel was talking about how he was looking at it, looking at the ridges and the collar and all that. You mean like repelling? Or no, like if you had a helicopter or something you could lock onto it to pull it up. Oh. I don't know how he guessed that, but that's what he explained. Gotcha. And he said these in the Indian or the Indians, the Native Americans also stated that those that color's been on there since they've been on the land. And it's been described by their ancestors, which he stated dated back to early or late 17th century. <coughs> so did they have helicopters back then? No, no, but he said that that's what Mel was saying. Yeah, it looked flying, like flying flying wombats. <laughs> I think it's just a subject tank. Yeah, nothing but an old crapper tank. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got the poo on me. <laughs> How much is in there? Dang. <laughs> Show me them boobies. <laughs> so he, uh, this is the funny part. So Mel became really good friends with him. He got to hanging around the hole, the Indian, the Native American hole. <laughs> and Mel's like, I want to, ex-, or he dropped some tools on the top of it. And when the tools landed, it didn't make a sound which, you know, a metal surface, some wrench, crescent wrenches or something hits it, it's going to be like, ching, ching, ching. Which, again, uh, leads you to the... (laughs) (laughs) There's no racial intent there. It's the old philosophical question, if a tool falls on a hole, does it make a sound? (laughs) Yep. I think that's Confucius, actually. If there's somebody there to hear it, then maybe it was a... Oh God, I don't. Know. I think we should call an expert. So I'm gonna try to get Shia LaBeouf's number. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was in that book, The Holes, right? Yep. He, he was in the... <laughs> well, it was a book. Like, I only watched it on TV. Uh, well, I yeah, seen a, a joke called a... The Holes on a Cinemax. <laughs> and just a bunch of gaping vaginas the whole time. Oh. That was a that wasn't vaginas, TJ. A oh. vaginas. Well, they're shooting ping pong balls out of them. Oh, I've seen that before. <laughs> so, so that happened, and you know, Mel, being curious and scientific, he wanted to run some tests on this hole. 
So, no joke. Mel decided, let's build a cage. Let's throw a sheep inside of the cage. Let's drop the cage down the hole. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so, Mel drop Mel and some uh, Basque Native Americans drop the sheep in a cage down the hole about 1,500 feet. The, uh, now, if this is true, it's, uh, I would say, a real... It's something that should have been sought after. You know, that's animal abuse. But they dropped it down there. The sheep started, like, fucking screaming. And they're like, ah! He'll be quiet in a minute. He's just nervous. Then all of a sudden, it got quiet. So they're like, yeah, let's bring it up. Let's see what happened, you know. They brought it up, and the son bitch was cut all around it. It was bleeding. It was dead. Um, there were no burn marks or anything like that, which a whole 1,500 feet deep, there's going to be some heat just because you're going further into the ground, um, closer to the mantle. It heats up and shit. Well, so they're like, they seen it was cut up. So, you know, Mel being pseudoscientific, like, let's let's dissect it. Let's see what's happening inside of it. So they dissect it. They, they pulled it out. They started dissecting, and they noticed that there was a tumor inside of it. And the tumor was moving. So they cut open the tumor. And a creature, they didn't say what size the creature was, but I pictured about the size of a two-liter bottle. The creature peeked outside of the hole in the tumor. So it looked out, and then it just jumped out. Um, I initially thought Mel said that the uh, the creature communicated with him, but it didn't. I Mel, saw that it stared longingly at him, yep. or like, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he got the a peaceful, easy feeling, as the Eagles would say. <laughs> it stared. Lo- it stared. It stared. Uh, oh God, what? Um, how did it describe it? I'm annoyed now that I don't remember it. But anyway, it stared at him for two hours, uh, according to what I saw. <laughs> Jesus, yep. I, that's a long time to just sit there and stare at this weird uh, tumor. Well, and they said when the thing popped out, it looked like a seal. <laughs> getting the name Tumor Seal. So the Tumor Seal came out, stared at him, and then... Wait, did it look like the musical artist or the animal? <laughs> <laughs> Yep, we're singing "Kiss by a Rose." Kiss by a rose, staring compassionately into the eyes of, staring compassionately the eyes of Mel Waters for two hours, singing "Kiss by a Rose." <laughs> the tumor seal, you know, I when I read this, I instantly thought of Mister Hanky when the tumor seal popped out, like "Howdy ho!" <laughs> and so. After the Sioux, I guess, was done longingly looking into Mel Waters' empty and lonesome heart, the tumor seal decided to jump back down the hole for some reason. Like, goodbye! Um, yep, apparently that is the noise the tumor seal made. Thank you, Bert. It's crazy how I could identify who was blowing in that. Uh, that's probably what the hole sounds like. Yep. Yep, for some reason, there's air coming in and out of the hole. <laughs> it's a living, breathing thing. It's a it's magical sort of, hole. That reminds me of the butthole that they see in the movie Evolution. 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Breathing, hey. coming in hey. and out. Whoa! Hey, hey Burton, I got a, a question movie. for you. Yeah, would you Shoot. take a shit in Mel's hole? Duh. No, yeah. no, 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 man. Things come back to life. <laughs> you really want one of Burton's shits running around at you? Oh, Are you little sick. bastard? I would no. slip and fall in the hole. That that or the, or, or it'll, it'll grow a tumor seal inside of it. It's and, a, it's uh, an alive hot brown. What if, <laughs> what if for one sit? night only? No. <laughs> oh my god! Live hot brown one night only. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the son bitch jumped down the hole and it's like the only yeah. thing I regret is life. Ah! <laughs> so. According to Mel, he stated that this tumor seal would come back when it got older. This thing in the pictures that Mel drew looked like a, a set of testicles of an old man. Saggy so did it, balls. Did, it imp- did it imprint on Mel? And then it's like, Daddy! Oh, I don't, they didn't say. It just said he, he would, this cock and balls seal would come back uh, later and talk to the Basque Indians that were camping around this hole. Uh, and they'd come up, they would have like corn on the cob and just shoot the shit, you know? Um, he did say that this uh, tumor seal would talk through the radio to the Basque Indians. So I just imagine for some reason these indigenous people are out there with the radio and a generator and this cock and balls is like, <laughs> did you see the tits on that one? Yeah. But... <laughs> it's it fucks with you a little bit when you picture that in your head. Hmm. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of things about this episode that's fucking with my head, that's for sure. Yeah. So apparently also this uh tumor seal would prophesize about the future. Mel didn't oh. go too much into the prophecies. But apparently the tumor seal would talk about death and how uh the things of the whole were here to be friendly. And he was sort of like the spokesman of the whole. The things of the whole. Um, after that, uh, you didn't hear anything else from Mel. Which that led into something else. So Mel, I would say, this is made up. Um, it's, it's not disgusting, I wouldn't say. But what happens next? Cultural, I, I'm not big on cultural appropriation and shit like that labeling. But when somebody takes something to make a profit off of that he's not that and he identifies that even though he's not, I think you're a piece of shit. Which is where Red Elk... Uh, oh, Red Elk! Which, let me explain for a minute, Jake. Red Elk is an intertribal medicine man whose legal name is Gerald. We'll call him Geraldo for now. But Gerald Osborne. Um, this son of a bitch had the only Native American he probably had in him at the time was the red man chew that he was chewing on the way to the show. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That tickled me. Um, so this son of a bitch had no association, actual association with indigenous people. Um, from what I read, they actually laughed at him when he came around because he always acted like he was a part of the group. But the dude was sort of a fucking loser. Um, Jake, what was it? 
you were talking a little bit about Red Elk. Yeah, he, this dude, let me tell you, <laughs> just fucking all star. Like it, he apparently he can levitate and shit. And he was, I hate how I, the episode of Coast to Coast I was listening to, they like treat him like a celebrity, which is kind of gross itself. But I mean, this dude literally says. <laughs> He, he 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 says that he knows people that can levitate and that it's completely possible but you can only do it if you believe in peace and brotherhood wait did you say peas yeah peace yeah. frozen peas you, know. you don't know you don't you don't know anybody that can levitate i believe in frozen peas please I got, send me off i got guys that are carrying all sorts of frozen peas they're all over the place yeah they're everywhere they're everywhere yeah. but this dick though <laughs> literally says he's like, Well, I would tell you how to levitate, but I need to make my money somehow. I'm <laughs> fucking right. You know, the, the, it wasn't Art Bell that was the episode I was listening to. I, I, I don't even know who the host was, but he was like, huh, I know, I uh, of course you gotta make it. I'm like, fuck this guy. Like was it George Nori? No, and Maybe it was a young George Nori. I don't Red Oak, let me ask you, what kind of uh, aliens lived on the moon? What kind of hats would they wear? <laughs> yeah, he, but Red Oak, dick. He, that dude's, I, I'm like you. I, I, what an asshole. So, Red Oak, supposedly, he ties into Mel's hole. So, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good sorry. laugh, Burton. <laughs> sorry, that got me. <laughs> well, that was a good one. That was a good laugh. So he's tied into Mel's hole because I don't believe Mel mentioned him at all. But Red Elk stepped up after Mel went away and nobody heard from him. And he stated that he knew of Mel's hole. He stated that he remembered back in 1961, him and his father was walking that land. He didn't state who owned the land or why he was on there. He's probably doing his fake uh, Native American shit up there, you know. But he said he's seen it. And he said the whole carried mystical powers. Mm. Which, I'm not going to lie. If anybody's been staring down the brown eye of a certain special someone, there is <laughs> mystical powers attached to that brown eye. They're haunting. Yes. Hypnotizing, in fact. Rusty balloon knots are always surprising. Ah, they taste like pennies. You and the balloon knot. Rusty balloon knot? That's the only thing an asshole looks like. It's not. Yes, it is. I don't. What else do they look like, Skyler? I don't what know. What else would you equate it to? I don't like, know. I don't look at a balloon knot and think asshole. Well, take a balloon knot. I'm not here to describe what it looks like. I'm just saying that. It I'm, reminds me of a, the end of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I can get behind that. <laughs> yes, <we can. laughs> nice one, dude. <laughs> oh man! But he said that these uh, rusty balloon knots slash holes had uh, these powers, and he also stated he gained this knowledge somehow that um, he believed. Mel's hole to be approximately 24 to 28 miles deep. He doesn't say how he came up with this, but he believed it, which you so know, it, beliefs. It, 
what did we what did we decide that what what eighty thousand feet was? Fifteen and a half miles. So it's bigger than that. He thinks, it, he, according to him, it takes a lot of meat to fill that hole. But, oh, but, yeah, yeah. But Red Elk claims that he can he can see visions and that oh, he yeah. can he can go in the spirit world and whatnot. Yep. So you I know mean, why. I don't know why you guys are didn't. I mean, he sounds credible to me. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Very listen, credible. You know, I just I'm, heard. Listen, I just read in 1973 that Red Elk went on a 69 day, 69 <laughs> day fast. <laughs> he only had water, juices, and vitamins. On day 49, he began ex- to experience visions about the future. Oh. And it goes on from there. About how he because he there. looked like he fucking belonged in Cambo- Cambodia in the fucking 70s. I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> Jake, whatever time you spent at that gay bar doesn't classify as having your first beer just because you took a cock. Hey, it was one beer and it had a roofie in it. Oh. <laughs> Jake, you're silent. Uh, I don't know why they call them roofies because you're more likely to end up on the floor. They should call them floories. I'm gonna murray, dude. <laughs> floor ground. Yep, yep. Let's let's. Yep. Good job. Let's stay away from quoting too many movies. Yeah. I don't know why, but um, that's from, that's from a movie. I'm gonna murder you. So, yeah. yep. <laughs> the uh. <laughs> So this uh, beloved medicine man, Red Elk. Is he beloved? He, yep, <laughs> beloved. Okay. Um, he's sti- well, and I say medicine man in quotes. You guys couldn't tell. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can't see you, Dick. This is a yeah. visual medium. So he speculated that, and speculation is the key. But typically, speculations derive from some sort of uh, scientific basis or stats. You know, like speculation within the. Uh, stock market and shit like that. Well, this some bitch speculated in quote quotation marks again that the pit served as a tunnel which connected Mount Rainier to the hole, and both UFOs and he said a vile quasi reptilian entity that dwell deep within the bowels of Earth, known as reptoids. Is that like reptile hemorrhoids? Burton, you seem to be the local expert on hemorrhoids. Since we're going on hemorrhoids. I think they're reptile mints. (laughs) (laughs) They come in a nice tin. They're very strong. So, uh, it's, the, it's the mints that the that the frogmen use. <laughs> Except I guess so, it... <laughs> so Red Elk apparently said that uh, reptilian mints roam this area. Um, he also let me hold on. I pulled up a little bit about Red Elk. Red Elk was on Coast to Coast AM five times. Um, uh, the first time he was referring to himself as a half-breed Native American um, who is black feet and Shoshone nations. He's identified with those, apparently. He has black feet? Yep, yep, yep. Let's not try to piss off the Native American crowds too much, Burton. Um, (laughs) he (laughs) He was part Irish and also French. 
Maybe he just had frostbite. <laughs> Put some shoes on, motherfucker. Okay, so that was the first April 17th, 2002. Um, uh, here comes uh, the Blackfoot. <laughs> I'm not giving it up. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get a fucking email from the fucking, uh, some Native American nation saying, you made fun of us. Hey, I love you all. Oh. So, apparently there was a five-hour program in October 28th on Coast to Coast AM with uh, one, the one and only great George Norrie, who we make fun of frequently on this show. Um, the dude's a, a fucking idiot. I mean, we make fun of him a lot. I don't know how much we made fun of him on this show. Not necessarily this one. I, I've made fun of him on this show. I mean, we make fun of him in our personal lives a lot. I've also made fun of him a few times. Talking. I don't about know why I'm. I don't know why I'm trying to clarify this. What color uh, cheese the moon has and shit like that. Mm. But George Norrie spoke to. Yeah, he spoke to Red Elk about. <clears throat> um, oh, what was it? The Red Web Society who is a, it's like a coalition of Native American tribes, nine members, and how they bring understanding of the earth. So this guy also, like Mel, sort of amps up each time he's on the show. Um, He talks about Native American lore, which this motherfucker is not Native American. And then he also talks about how he has visions and he gave some prophecies of what's going to happen in the future. Uh, in 2007, he talked about earth changes, lizard, people, thunderbirds. So he's still going on about the crazy shit. This motherfucker is probably the type of person to say that the Jews are the lizard people. And then in 2008. You're yelling, huh? you're yelling at me about shit and you say something like that. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm saying that's what he's... This is the type of guy he is, though. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm saying this. I'm saying this is the, the kind of guy that he alludes to, like, certain ethnic groups being, like, mud people, lizard people, and shit like that. Hey, See if, if we can find a right... use reptoids for mints, <laughs> do you think that Jesus. they work even better for fish? Let's ask our local fishermen. Justin Burton. Um, if you put reptoids inside a frogman's mouth and then lower him into Mel's hole on a 1,500-foot spool of line, you'll catch a big fish. Oh, nice. Even though there's no water? Well, there's plenty of water. You just got to get real deep. They're whole fish. They're just yeah, they're whole fish. around in the hole. It's they're like whole, it's like whole foods. Reptoids. Mints <laughs> for frog people. Uh, what do you, hey, what do you call a hot dog you throw in Mel's hole? Whole Foods. It's <laughs> uh, a horrible joke. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! You already got one. What edit out? We don't. You can't do two. <sighs> the the only edit he's got out is the talk of his hemorrhoids and him actually go shitting for like <laughs> ten minutes straight. So uh, the last time Red Elk was on Coast to Coast AM was 2008. That's where he gave his prophecies of the future and how the world will end. He also spoke about Thunderbirds and how he's friends with Thunderbirds and how they enhance his time traveling experiences. <laughs> um, he talked about how he led a uh, a trip up to Mel's hole to try to find it. 
and no joke, I remember this. He talked about how the hole just moved. Hmm. So this hole is like, you know, on an ethereal plane and just, ah, fuck this, we'll pack up. Yeah, you know. Um, so I guess when none of his prophecies panned out and he led three or four different search parties, excuse me, up to the hole and nobody found anything, Coast to Coast AM got smart and they said, fuck this dude. Yeah, so, he ain't got no hole. He probably has a hole. It's probably a big stinky hole. Red Elk. He died at the age of 73 in 2015. So apparently being, you know, a hybrid medicine man, that new prophecy, earth changes, talked to the lizard people. Um, and Bigfoot, uh, he was not immune to old age and just dying. So... After that, uh, I was real curious about, like, if I could find anything on Mel or Mel Waters. And me, with my job, I do a lot of research on trying to find people. And I'm, you know, doing my job for damn near seven years. I'm pretty good at locating people using, like, internet sources and uh, private databases and shit like that. And many people, too, have looked into Mel Waters yeah. and have been unable to find dick but me being the person i am i always try to outdo you know when i see something like nobody's ever found them i'm like well i'm really determined on certain things so i took oh about three hours three or four hours and used this thing called the gis which i think is the geographic informational system i think that's the what it stands for so each county or typically each county in the united states has this system and what they do is they like you pull up a map and you can look up land plots and the land plot will tell you will send you either a link to their tax information or it'll give you their tax information right there or it'll tell you how big the plot is the organization that owns it so i went looking through this county um i think it's like kitty county or something like that some weird ass name I look, went looking right along the Manitash Ridge and even ventured a little bit north up to Whiskey Dick Mountain. And I was unable... I even used the coordinates that people had given online for Mel's um, hole. And I could not find anybody named Mel owning property up through, I think, 1987 in that region. So... Right there tells me that, you know, what's it called? A pseudonym? Zul? I don't know. Sure. Like a, like a fake name. That's typically people call them pseudonyms, right? Anagrams, <laughs> analogies. Richard Bachman. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I was looking. Uh, fuck. I was looking for the wrong guy. You said it was Richard Bachman? <laughs> yeah. Bachman, Turner Overdrive. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I love them. Hey, I just found Mel Waters on Facebook. He's a pastor <laughs> in Colorado. Yeah, you didn't even look at Facebook. You call yourself a goddamn researcher. My bad. He's got all kinds of posts. <laughs> He's very active. <laughs> Does he have a TikTok? Probably. Shit. But I even so I got a little bit more curious and I started looking into a newspaper. Like a, I found a website that was able to give me like a. The newspaper articles going back at least 
like 15 to 20 years, like early 80s. Um, and I typed in Mel Waters to see if I could locate his name within the newspapers. And only recently, like say when he came out to Coast to Coast, Mel Waters was mentioned in newspapers. So you have no tax information. You have no actual mention of Mel Waters. You also have no mention of a hole of any type listed in newspapers or anything in that area prior to Mel coming out. Yeah, everything is just, you know, recanting the story that Mel told to Art in 97. With no proof whatsoever that it actually happened. Now, I will say that the land that I looked up with the GIS is actually owned by the federal government. Which... It states, I think, a good majority of that land was bought in 1997. And Sounds to me like they threw him down the hole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what better way to get rid of Mel than throw him into his own hole? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was a tumor seal there? Probably. Did Mel get a tumor seal when he... It is not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, now, least... now I'm thinking of... Uh, now I'm thinking of Total Recall. Who is the little thing that like living on Arnold's chest? Oh, uh, Co- not Ar- it's not Arnold. It's another guy. It's a uh, oh, uh, Guado. Uh, Guado. 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 Yep. yep. Quaid. <laughs> when I watched oh, that, that growing awesome. up, oh. I was always afraid to look on my back. Sometimes so like, <laughs> you were thinking there was going to be a Guado. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm gonna have to brush <laughs> out my fucker's teeth too and put on deodorant for him. <laughs> Maybe I could uh, really fuck a woman, you know, use my front two arms and then my back two arms from Guado. What a conversation starter. Hey, you think this arm's big? Wait till you see the one on my back. You think I'm <laughs> ugly? Look at this guy. Yeah. Imagine Sorry. feeding that guy. You would have to feed him like applesauce. It would really be like feeding something from the Hills Have Eyes on your back. <laughs> that reminds me of the humor that TJ sent us last night that made us all leave. Oh yeah! All oh, the Turatoma. Oh, yeah. Yep, that haunted me. Yeah, <laughs> still haunts me. Actually, yeah. God. So there are also uh, with the Mel's hole and the hole in the Basque Nation. There are some other no other <laughs> notable holes. <laughs> There's no name on it, but they got like the natural cat. There's a the deepest natural cavern in the world is 7,188 feet. Yeah. The deepest mine shaft in the world is 12,672 feet. And. Ooh, and my favorite. Yep. This might, this might be a tough subject because it's, uh, it's from, it's from mother Russia. Um, but the actual, I mean, the most, the, the deepest proven hole, and I think I said it already, uh, in, uh, that was dug by man is 40,000 feet uh, as of 1989 um, by the Ruskies. Which would be right yeah. around eight eight miles, maybe? Seven miles? Mm, yeah, that's what uh, Eminem did the, did the movie about. <laughs> <laughs> when I, this when I Googled... <laughs> When I googled the most famous holes on Earth, Kim Kardashian came up as number one. <laughs> God dang it! Uh, I don't know if that's a hole I want to see, though. <laughs> eh. 
Ray J hauled it out. Who? <laughs> what the hell's a Ray J? <laughs> Sounds like something you fly with. It's a type of music. If you have to ask, you'll never know. Yeah, it's like a ZJ. Um, <laughs> if you can't, if you don't know, you can't afford it. But the uh, the Russian, the Russian, uh, what they call it, the koala or the cola. Sorry, the cola, not the koala. The cola super deep borehole um, was started uh, well when the Soviet Union was still around in the 1970s and ended in 95. Um, pretty much when it got to the point where um, just the conditions at the depth that it was at pretty much made. I mean, it started doing some strange things um, that made the drilling. Yeah. I mean, it was doing long division and um, just really freaking people out. You fucking go to the teacher like the hole did my homework last night. <laughs> no, but it says like, you know, at this depth, like, you know, like uh, solid rock would act more like plastic than than like, you know, like stone um, whatever that means. I mean, you're talking about heat that's probably getting up to like in the 300, 350 degree Fahrenheit like oh, range. Dude, I think it was more than that. Uh, I think that's what it was, but I, you know, I thought I'm, it was like 800 I'm, degrees. I'm not a geologist. It was, it was actually melting uh, carbide tips and shit that they were putting down there, titanium tips. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that you're, yeah, it says right here because of the higher and expected temperatures of this depth. And location that's 180 degrees Celsius or 356 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, oh, well, I'm wrong. I'm um, but I mean, think about the fact that you're drilling, you're you're creating friction where it's already 358, 56 degrees. Sure, yeah, you're probably melting carbide dips at that point. It's a lot like anyway. burnt insects. Yep. Oh my gosh, you know what I just keep thinking about with all this whole talk. Shadow <laughs> <laughs> buff. This was on. Listen. This it week puts, on Hole Talk. It puts the Joe dirt in the hole. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll put the lotion on the skin. Dang. I heard that Buffalo Bob stuck a road flare up your bunghole. Hey, buddy. I just want to say the whole thing with the dog. A little fruity. <laughs> oh, shoot. <You> <laughs> Anyway, so the point is that 40,000 feet was enough that it really it killed any man-made attempt to get down that far or any further, and no one's been able to get past it. So, But this, this hole is supernatural and spooky. Well, right. It creates uh, tumor seals and revives dogs. Arr, arr, arr. They yeah, need to get yeah. the crew from Armageddon. That's yeah. true. Only Bruce Willis and... <laughs> yeah. uh, ben that Affleck. Was that? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Matt Damon. Fuck. Come they here, tumor cell. I was they will make too. their mark. Damn it. They will make their mark. Vin Damon and Ben Affleck. They probably, I can't remember what the fuck I was going to say. Um, so, which this leads into the part where we sort of talk about a little bit of how this is fun to, you know, think about fantasy and shit like that, but none of this is fucking true. Um, I, I would, I would have believed it. Nah, I would have more so believed it if Mel would have stopped after the first one, but it yeah, seemed like each he, time. 
I was gonna say, yeah, I mean, like the first call, you could almost call him credible, and even like some of the stuff that he talked about later on, um, like, <clears throat> um, he brings up, and I don't remember which call this was. Um, this may have been in the two thousand, maybe it was the two thousand two call or whatever it was. Um, talking about, you know, he's like trying to show where this area of his property in the hole is. And he brings up Terra server, which is like pre Google earth, pre Google maps, um, satellite mapping technology of the time. And, um, points out that, yeah, well, I've looked at this and, and, and the area of my property is, is blacked out or blanked out. It's just a big white square. And, um, I mean, within a commercial break, you know, supposedly, uh, listeners from coast to coast have provided art with this picture, um, which he puts on the website at the time. I, it's 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 available. It's out there. But basically, there is this section of the area in the area that that Mel's talking about that is actually whited out. There's a big square where supposedly this is where the hole is and uh, where this all takes place. But but there is a government facility nearby that property. Though, right? Fair yeah. enough. Right. Right. So that would also justify it probably being blanked out too and it looks like that the government facility a lot of that land on that ridge the manitash ridge was actually was purchased around the same time that uh tampax stick was calling <laughs> into uh art bell yeah so there are some things that lend tiny bits of credibility yeah i mean he then, goes back you know talking about truckers sorry uh talking about truckers <laughs> and his how much he's a fan of him obviously uh this L willie nelson lookalike has embedded himself with this in this um you know the um culture of truckers and he's good friends with them so he talks he, he trades you know shop talk hmm. um toothless talk toothless oh. talk well see how big of a gap i have <laughs> see if you can use it man I love this guy. He's like a toothless Willie Nelson, <laughs> but you know, he's taught, you know, he's talking to these truckers and they're, they're describing these deliveries that they're bringing these well, these warehouses in Ellensburg, these uh, like large quantities of fiber optic equipment and <laughs> quote, large quote, created instruments. And um, for apparently from Lawrence Livermore national laboratory out of San Francisco, which um, is a, I, I believe is a, company that works with government they work with the u.s military for certain projects and whatnot like that so uh the i you know i guess i guess there's a bit of um again there's government property there perhaps that's what it's all about but it, uh, you know well, i guess if you want to try to lend some credibility to the story there's there's a lot of apparently military and government involvement in the area around mel's hole so one thing i did read on the fiber optics because i thought that was curious mm-hmm uh, that year, later that year, like say spring and all that shit, they actually installed a fiber optic line further down than Ellensburg. So when I heard about that uh, fiber optic line, you know, all that big spool of it, mm -hmm. I thought I was curious about that. So when I looked it up, I was like, oh, they're actually just using that to install. <laughs> they're just installing actual fiber optic. Yeah. Yeah. Communication. Like, <laughs> yep. And it's pretty well documented that what they, yeah, like that following year they did that. So again, 
truckers are great people. Maybe not the best source of information for your uh, whole conspiracies. Uh, Skyler found something I thought was really cool. Um, this geologist, uh, Jack Powell, hmm. with Washington State Department of Natural Resources, talked about Mel's Hole. <laughs> Burton. <laughs> I, I like how Burton saw it, and then all of a sudden you hear a giggle in the background. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you know he's still there. Yep. Um, he talked about <laughs> Mel's Hole and the legend that inspired it. Apparently, Mel's Hole is rooted in some some real truth. Uh, There's apparently a mine shaft in the Ellensburg region that was pretty deep. Which I did hear or I did read from a few sources that there were old mine shafts around the area. Uh, He also talked about how it's geologically and physically impossible due to the depth. So with further depth down Barometric pressure changes, fucking heat, all these things change due to the heat and like the depth. So the fact that he threw, say, a line down uh, 80,000 feet and the line didn't fucking burn makes me either think it's full of shit or there's some like portal to another dimension. Yeah. And he happened I mean, to be fishing through a portal. Yeah, I mean, 80,000 feet, you're talking about, I think if I remember right, is like a third of the depth of the average, I guess a third of what the average depth of like the crust of the earth is. Mm, crustables. So, yeah. So you cut the crust right off and you get down to the <laughs> yummy, gooey middle. Of course, we're talking about a hole and you mentioned gooey. Now my <laughs> appetite stirs. <laughs> That's the least gross thing that anyone said about a hole tonight, okay? Mm. Gooey. Mm. At least You're saying at it. Least, at least it's PG. Come Each on. Each time you say gooey, my nipples are getting harder. Come on. <laughs> I really hold like on, hold on, hold on. Now. Wait, let me try some. Gooey. Let's treat it like Beetlejuice. Say it one more time. We'll see if they just pop up. Gooey. Oh, jeez. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I felt something come out of my butt that time. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a hemorrhoid. Oh, God. So they come out when they're happy? Yeah, they're like magic rays of sunshine that come out when you're feeling blue. Oh, sorry. I'm an idiot. Um, so, yeah. What do you guys think about this? Um, Burton, what do you think about alcohol? Well, not me first. Um, I mean... I have been looking forward to discussing this hole for a while. <laughs> and I got to say, this whole thing uh, has been uh, very intriguing. The whole time we've been talking about this, <laughs> my attention has been wholly devoted. Wholly trained on this. It's wholly trained. And um, uh, I know that when you talk about this, you tell me the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Um and you know i could just uh talk about this whole thing forever um insert several other whole puns um <laughs> you're just on, like your on, <laughs> the cheat code for whole puns it's like one two skip a few 99 whole puns mm-hmm. um i do think they threw mel in his own hole um that's my personal opinion and they probably just put a cap over it 
and then covered it with some grass. And that's probably where they put Osama bin Laden. <laughs> um, I think that uh, that's where the Clintons dump their bodies also. Um, uh, this whole thing can be a whole conspiracy. Jeez. Wow. This is deeper than we thought. That's what she oh! said. <laughs> oh, man. This whole thing <laughs> My whole life, I've wanted to talk about this. <laughs> so, oh, holy cow! Uh, uh, um, are you done with your whole diatribe? Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, and in closing, I just like to say that uh, I really appreciate all the hard work that you guys put into this because um, I have the uh, the joy of sitting back and making silly little sexual innuendos about holes while well, you guys get down and do the nitty gritty hard work and you know you put in that overtime i know that you guys all work you know 25 to 30 hours a week yeah and you, and you... <laughs> yeah that's it that's all <laughs> with your in quote jobs <laughs> and you don't have much time to do research and you still manage to make sure that we have a solid episode so far every week and I just really want to give you guys a pat of your holes. Please don't get near my hole, Burton. You sort I of have been. hell on your hole, and I don't want it near mine. I remember, it's we weird. were in a cabin by ourselves for two days. Uh, <laughs> yes, I remember taking, seeing, looking up, sitting from the couch, and looking up near the stairs, and all of a sudden, Burton's ass is sticking out, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I didn't know what to think. I'm sitting there just like, man, what should I eat for lunch? And I look up and I see two fucking ass cheeks staring me eye to eye. We did discover that a hot tub does have a we won't call it a weight limit. We won't call it a weight limit. We'll call it a a mass limit. <laughs> yep. We flooded that some bitch. Yeah, let's not continue with this because it already sounds like we were broke back mountain in that shit, anyways. Well, we just went oh, there to no. discover a hole. Oh no, I, I came over, I came out the <laughs> last, the day after Burton left, and uh yeah. That, that hole was already that, used up. That cabin, that cabin stank. It's <laughs> just because Burton was pooping the whole time. <laughs> I did shit a lot. Yeah. Uh, Jake, what do yeah. you think about this? Actually, well, I mean, I'm looking at the state highway website right now, <laughs> still trying to understand why it takes so long to fill holes, and I just don't understand it but look there's holes in the world guys and <laughs> i think they, put it perfectly right they need to be filled you know i you gotta fill those holes because it's that missing piece and <laughs> there's several holes I mean, in this period there's just no way of putting it in another way i mean it's just it's a gap in the world that we need to fill and to fill that void will complete Mel and his journey, and Red Elk will rise again and show us the way. But he's a, a dead Confederate soldier. <laughs> we will uh, rise again. These assholes were lying. I'm pretty sure Coast to Coast probably had them make it up. It's fabricated. They did it for listenership and honestly pretty good pretty good 
you know, but yeah, bullshit. Zool? I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I take some problem with what Jake said. I, you know, you know what, the, the, the holes in the world, those are the imperfections. Those are what makes us human. Wait, did you say holes or hoes? Those hoes. Oh, no, holes. Jesus, uh, fuck, I've been talking about the wrong thing this whole fucking time. This whole thing's about Mal's hoe. <laughs> did you not get the re- revised memo? Did you not get that? She was a hoe, I'm not going to lie. For but, sure. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it, it, it obviously gets so far-fetched the more he's on. And then when Red... Skull, red, <laughs> red man, red man, method man. Red man. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, yeah, it just gets more bizarre as it goes, and you just, you know, you go from kind of plausible where maybe there's a hole that's really, really deep, really deep, but you go from that to you know, government taking your land, which, you know, starts to get out of the realm of possibility. Then you go to, uh, I found another hole that just happens to be completely deep with uh, the ability to create tumor seal-like creatures. Was it Whispering too? I I don't, I wasn't there. I think you could make a whole nother episode out of it, honestly. <laughs> honestly, you could. You could go on and on and on forever. But then we it goes definitely all the way. have another whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then he's starting to talk about belt buckles with 1943 dimes with Roosevelt on them that couldn't have existed. And people are saying, now nah, it's from a parallel universe where the Nazis actually won the war. And, and, then, and then what do you do with that? Holy hell. <laughs> going and i mean yes uh mel waters is probably full of shit was it um put on by the uh by coast to coast maybe maybe not maybe some guy comes with this story of this bottomless hole and i mean you know art bell's got hours and hours a night to fill and uh... if there's even an inkling metaphorically and literally he's got to fill that <laughs> hole of time if you look at the whole picture i mean skyline makes a good point the whole point yeah the whole point the n- nothing but the point hey what do you call the spirit of mel's hole what the holy the ghost holy <laughs> Oh my gosh, I hate you so bad. So, So. hey, 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 what's Mel's favorite dip? Holy guacamole. That one was a lot weaker than the other sad ones. So, if uh, the hole is that big, what kind of size of the hemorrhoids are on that thing? I bet they wear hats. Uh, if the hemorrhoids were out of personality, um, what cheese would they eat? I, I think Swiss would be the hemorrhoids cheese. Do, <laughs> it's holy. Yeah, Do they use talk. preparation H on this hole? Oh gosh! So these okay. So like all puns aside, 
I thought initially it was a fantastic story. Um, it's fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. It went, pun intended, it went a lot deeper than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, there was a lot to it. I So I knew about Mel's whole prior because, A, I listened to the show. I've been into the paranormal and all that shit for a long time. And I've listened to other podcasts, which you don't get nowhere near as many whole puns in those podcasts compared to ours. But there's a lot of information to this. Um, regardless if it's fake or not, this dude, for five years, even though it was only like five times on the air, he actually legitimately put out a lot of information. True, false. It's in the eye of the beholder. Whoa! But the I... Oh, Holt, you get... Yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> if Burton can make a holy guacamole joke, you motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't laugh at that either. I just got the beholder. It's a, <laughs> it's a good one. But... Oh. And like, say the related phenomenon around the area. Uh, the area is filled with caves. Sinkholes, caves. Also, there are a ton of UFO sightings around that area, but you also... A few states over, you have uh, Area 51 slash Groom Lake. Further south, you have, uh, oh, shit, what's it called? Mount Rushmore. No, yeah, in New Mexico, it's... where they supposedly, the gray aliens, have a hole in the ground where they live. The hive. Yep, the, the hive. Hole. They call yep, that the, the gray hole. Isn't that the Umbrella Corporation? No, the gray hole is a woman that just had the shit beat out of her pussy for about nine hours straight. <laughs> That's my grandma's vagina. Oh. Burton! What? Bring another grandma. <laughs> the, the gray hole. You gotta go with it. No, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to mention anything about my grandma. A, because I don't want my dad to beat my ass. And B, I'm worried that my mamma may actually listen to this at some point. Lord, I hope not. She would have an aneurysm. Are you guys <laughs> seriously arguing about sexual references to grandmas right now? <laughs> I'm over here. We're just epi what episode are we on? Four. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jake's grandma. <laughs> This is quite the wholesome episode we have for you folks. <laughs> uh, oh my god. But, no, like it's a fun, fantastic story, but ultimately when you start looking up shit, it starts to fall down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. Or just the fact that nobody can find I mean he no one can find it. I found articles that claim they found it and they at the end of the day they they didn't. I mean, I don't then know. Then you get some jack off fucking fake ass Native American healing man who Oh, hey, come with me and they're up their circle jerking it probably with the fucking frogs. <sighs> Unwilling to fill the hole. Which Jake is gonna write his local uh congressman about filling those holes, right, Jake? Yes, we need our <laughs> frogmen to step up and start we have coal patch for a reason. <laughs> so God, I can't do this. <laughs> so 
Anything else in closing? I don't have any recordings of uh, Mel's Hole. What? Yep. I was really looking forward to that. I think I that, oh, everything was X-rated that I had recording of a hole. So oh, I was just going to say there was one other thing. There was a another call into the Coast to Coast oh, yeah. um, show. And I'm not going to go into because we're at the end. I don't want to. I'm just going to say it. It's fun. <laughs> um, but in February, now this was in uh, February of 2005. So <laughs> what was that? Um, oh, eight years from when uh, uh, Mel made his infamous call. Yeah. Uh, we learned about another hole. Um, this one called Kimberly's Hole. <laughs> I've seen that porn one time. I fucking got in trouble for renting that from Danny's video growing up. Yep. <laughs> I was in that back section, the right corner. I had a girl with the lips just spread, and you just seen right down that thing. Oh, this is, I mean, let me read one excerpt from this, because it's, it's erotic. <clears throat> one night, she and her brother slept near the hole, <laughs> and they could hear a humming noise, maybe mechanical, and she could feel it in her body oh. vibrating. Keep going. So that Thank probably you. was the synopsis from the video I watched. I <laughs> fucking 12. I think, I think it might. I think, yeah, actually. No, I think I'm you need to take website. a reptoid. <laughs> feel better. Actually, I think I may have downloaded that off of LimeWire back in the day. So don't worry. Uh, yep. I think I'm on the wrong website. <laughs> so I, I think this episode was a hole in one. <laughs> just when we thought we were done with puns he comes out with a strong one <laughs> so thanks for listening gonna, uh next yeah, week we're, we're going to be doing uh an episode on something that not very many people's heard of it's called the war for the for antarctica and i'm not going to get too much into it but i think it'll be really interesting uh there'll be nowhere near as many hole puns yeah, we're going to take that episode to a whole nother level. <laughs> and there'll be no frogs, so Jake cannot make any references to <laughs> the fucking highway department filling up holes with cold patch. Look, but there's there... potholes everywhere, guys. It's a, it's a global problem. <laughs> Listen, the only way to solve potholes in the ice is literally to use cold patch. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So, Jesus. Hey, also, there'll be plenty of penguins, so we can go with that. Yeah. Yep. March of the Penguins. But thanks so for cute. listening. We'll... <laughs> thanks for listening. I love you. We love you and thank you for listening. Yeah, Welcome to Costco. You. Thank mm. you for listening. I mm. love you. Hey, thank I love you. you. Hey, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. For... I love you. Oh, thanks. Thank Toodles. You. Bye. Bye, Skylar. Alicia. Hello. Okay.